Well, well. Welcome to Dad Crossing, a podcast about animals and parenting. Today's episode is all about Christmas snow folk and those balloons. So, so many balloons. On the parenting side, we are talking about post-Christmas toy extravaganza. So, so many pieces to put together. Our kids' favorite toys and which ones that got more time playing with the box than the toy itself. But to start off, we want to give a huge welcome to the show to an awesome community member and contributor to our Animal Crossing community, Chad Benoist. Better known to many of our Discord members as, hey, it's Chad. Hey, Chad, tell us about yourself. How are you doing, man? Doing pretty good. Um, you know, Christmas is uh, wrapping that up. New Year's is coming up. Uh, everything's been pretty good. Uh, just enjoying life, I guess. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, so tell us, do you, I mean, you're a dad. I know that. But, like, what, what ages are your kids? Like, tell us, tell us, tell us what you got for kiddos. So kids, um, I'm one of the dads who actually have some of the older kids. Uh, I've got one who's getting ready to turn 16. um, And then we have two, both 13. Uh, So two girls, uh, one boy. The boy is one of the 13-year-olds. Gotcha. Um, So gaming experience with them has been kind of fun because I've kind of gone the the full get with them from the time they were little till now, all the way from they can't play Mario at all to my daughter kicking my tail at Mario Kart. So I've, I've kind of had the gambit. And with them being older, it's a little bit more fun, too, because they're a lot more capable of playing games now. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I understand the kicking of the butt. I'm really nervous. I was just telling my wife yesterday that Noah, who is six years old, only six, has better reflexes than I do. I only beat him in games like Boomerang Foo because of my experience of knowing what's coming next. So... I'm just going to love the next couple of years until I no longer am. am I just, I'm probably going to be the guy that sucks at games. So, <laughs> so I'm so not looking forward to that. Basically you're only going to play games that you know you're very good at. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, seriously, man. Like boomerang foo started out as a game of like, yeah, I just, you know, sometimes I'll let them get one in or something like that. And now it's like a, it's like a, claw for me to beat him by one or two points in that game i mean he is really good and he always his he's just better at he just his reflexes are faster than mine man so so yeah i i don't look forward to the time where noah can beat my tail but it's coming i know it is so but we really thank you for for joining the cast we thank you for all you you are always so right on it in the channel for chatting with um chatting with people answering questions and then you put on that awesome event um i was it uh, two weeks ago now or something like that where uh the the black friday sale yeah the black friday sale that's it yes i guess guess it's more than two two weeks weeks ago yeah yeah more than two weeks ago but you know it's 2020 so it all just kind of blends together sean how are you doing sir i'm doing great cheers just stuck in that time warp between christmas and like 2021 where you don't know if you made cheese or biscuits or whatnot <laughs> so yeah it's pretty good um it's cold we had snow yesterday for the first time this year which was nice and lasted all of about two minutes and it rained <laughs> and it all went away <laughs> yeah basically it was like literally i sat there yesterday morning and it's like got a bit of time to play uh on the switch without the kids being at this morning and kind of like sat and looked out the window and was like oh wow it's snowing it's actually settling and then like sat back down 20 minutes later looked out to the window and 
Uh, well, that's it. <laughs> Going to get up early to see this stuff. So, so yeah, pretty good. Uh, just want to say it's nice that we've got somebody that's got older kids as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's good that you you've, we've got somebody that's experienced all the ages. So yep. Yeah. An interesting sure. take on things. I'll get all my advice from you guys. Don't worry. Um, six go. is six is as old as I go at the moment. So we'll see how. <laughs> well, uh, I'll just keep on leaning on you guys on that. Yeah, we had snow for the first time. Actually, well, not the first time. We had it a couple times too. But um, Christmas, we had a dusting, which is very nice. You know, a little Christmas snow. Just it wasn't a lot. What didn't impede traffic, but uh, was enough to just have a white Christmas. Then it went away, just like just like it did for you. But right now, actually, it's snowing. Like we're we're probably gonna have a I'd say a couple inches by the time morning hits. So um, so that's cool. I'll take I'll take that. Um, for me, I just I'll just be real honest because we're we're an open podcast. Like we we like to be honest and open and kind of share with our with our listeners. Um, Christmas Eve, my my wife uh, my wife was diagnosed with COVID, so um, she's doing fine. So no, like there's nothing. I mean, I don't want to say fine, but she's not in the hospital or anything detrimental like that, right? Uh, she's very tired. She has the headaches. She she can't taste anything. I think they can't taste anything. I think that's what's really making her the most angry. <laughs> it's just she like we have spaghetti she's like i don't know it tastes like anything to me like she eats a cookie she's like i don't know whatever oh, i can't taste anything I so imagine christmas dinner we've not been able to taste yeah oh. yeah yeah she's like the exhaustion i can like fight through the headaches i can deal with but like yeah the tasting's really bugging her um the biggest pain for or not out of pain i mean i mean there are people out there who have had it worse than our deal right but being quarantined on christmas eve morning all the way through christmas eve christmas new year's eve new year's day uh, that's that was a that was a big that was a big kick in the face for us um because we we just always do a ton of stuff over that time period i'm usually off of work for that whole time period and uh yeah we're going to family and friends and stuff like that and i mean not that we were going to slow it down, of course, like we weren't going to do everything we would have normally done, but we still have like a bubble family that we kind of hang out with that we, we go over to, they go to the same school, they're in classes together and everything. And so, so obviously all that got put on hold and we've just been hanging out together. Um, and the kids have been quite amazing, actually, to be honest. I mean, it's been, it's worked out. Uh, I mean, it hasn't worked out. I don't want to say well, but I mean, they have been, they understand why they have to do it. And yeah, I mean, they've just really understood it. I've been there, as they say, kids are super resilient. And we told them there were some tears for sure when we told them that, yeah, we weren't going to be going anywhere this year. And, uh, but yeah, they bounced back pretty quick and we've had a, pretty good christmas i mean as good as you can have relative to the story i just told quite frankly so so that's where we've been at at the moment so anyways that said um what you been playing john um i've been playing quite a few things since last time i kind of bottomed out and said i was too busy to be playing anything <laughs> my list this time is actually quite long um so off the back of the last podcast i went and bought cyberpunk 2077 um, I won't say much about that other than I've not really played it that much because it's unplayable on the Xbox One. All right, great. Um, That's but, good. but we'll talk about that a bit more later. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty, uh, they brought out their new, I don't know what you want to call it, but they've gone back to season one. So they brought out a huge new update. 
um, which didn't really change, right? Like, give you some new skins and different weapons. I think it's so, but I've been playing that quite a bit again. So, uh, quite into that. I've, my dad got me Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the remaster um, for my birthday. And uh, safe to say, your muscle memory for games like that come back very, very quick. Because I used to pretty much speed run it as a kid. And um, within like the first day or two of having it kind of 70, got to 75% of the game, that's including one and two. So, wow. Flying through that pretty quick. <laughs> I have a um, vague memory of renting one of those games from a blockbuster. Like I don't remember even which one, but I remember one. I remember renting one from a blockbuster and playing it for a weekend. And I enjoy. I remember enjoying it, but uh, yeah, that, that's that's my experience with Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, the, some of the challenges on some of the levels are as difficult and annoying as I remember them. So uh, Miami Beach in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two. One of the challenges that you had to do is only the five magical bums. The five um, magical what? Bums, as in bums? homeless oh. people. Okay. And um, it kind of doesn't stay in. There isn't five of them. There's just one of them. And when you when you ollie over him, he vanishes and reappears somewhere else. So trying to remember the where the locations that he went to every time is quite difficult. So it's only like- two minutes. This wouldn't be a challenge in 2020. I just feel like this wouldn't, like this wouldn't pass muster. Oh. This wouldn't be PC in 2020. Um, so, because you only get two minutes of run to get challenges done, it's like it could be quite difficult to try and remember where everything is. So, but yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Christmas Day saw me get the Pro Controller and. I, I can't believe it's taken you this long. I mean, seriously, it blows my mind that you just got a pro controller. Well, it's only because I moaned to, to Lindsay that all the Joy-Cons that we have, the left-hand Joy-Con is now drifting to the point where, yeah, it's almost everything's unplayable. Um, but uh, she so she's got me that, and she got me Immortals Phoenix Rising. But then off the back of reading through a few posts, um, WD-40, the electrical contact cleaner. So the manufacturer WD-40 do an electrical contact cleaner. That stuff apparently is the stuff that people use to fix Joy-Con drift. So I ordered it. It's, it cost me £6.50. That should come today. And I'm going to try it and see if it fixes it. That's what John always says. Our good uh, from our our good friend from Dad's After Dark. That it's this contact cleaner, and I think Tim even mentions that too. Chad, do you have a pro controller? I do. I think I got it maybe maybe six or seven months after I got the switch. Um, I got the switch when it first launched. Um, I used the crap out of it whenever I got Splatoon. Uh, it makes the game so much easier. And the same thing with Zelda or any other game you have to aim with. Um, much, unless it's in handheld mode, if it's docked, I'm using the Pro Controller. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with um, you. Well, I'm glad you um, joined us, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, yeah, how you said previously, it's a homage to Breath of the Wild. It is it's fantastic. Um you get past the narrative bit for this, like the tutorial section for the game, which I know Dan keeps being on it, but I really enjoyed it. Being, no, I wouldn't say a massive fan of Greek mythology, but like my my mum was so growing up, we used to watch films 
about it and like obviously Hercules, the, the Disney film with the kids and stuff like that. It it's good to see how they've like picked like pitched um Zeus being and and the relationship between him and Prometheus while they're talking is really funny. And even the characters that obviously Phoenix himself, but then uh, Hermes, the guy that you meet, the just the the chat and the jokes between them referencing certain other gods and stuff like that is really funny. And I've got a, that's a, an aspect of the game that I didn't think would be funny, but it is. So that's really yeah. good. The the only downside I've got is the battle system, but I think that's more me pressing the wrong buttons all the time. Um, and aiming with arrows, Breath of the Wild, it, you could use the the gyro of the the switch, or I'm, I'm assuming the Pro Controller you has still the can. gyro function as well. Oh, you can do that. Yep, you can go into options and add the gyro to it, but it's not. It doesn't come that way. But yep, you can yeah. do that for arrows, and then also for the. Um, for the far sight, you can you can use the gyro for that as well. So, and it's the same thing, just kind of like Splatoon, where you can use the left stick, and then if you want to just like like adjust it just a hair, you can you, you can move your controller one way or another. Ah, so. uh, ace. Okay, so <laughs> but that's yeah. the first thing I'm doing when we finish this moment <laughs> is doing that because. Uh, the arrow system, when in, like in battles and stuff like that, trying to get the arrows, I use that the um, Apollo's arrow more than anything because it's the most accurate thing you can use. Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. But you're right; like in battle, it's it leaves you too open for too long to use Apollo's arrow for most of the time. So yeah, I I yeah. totally agree. I have yeah, I haven't made it as far as I thought I would in Immortals because. I'll let you bring up the next game, and but the next the, the game you're going to talk about is the reason I haven't made it as far. Um, so we can chat about that too. Um, but what I have played, I have absolutely loved. I am a little too, um, you know, I play Animal Crossing. I collect crap. It's what I love to do in a game, um, and so I am a little too collectathonish. I think because I just I just get sucked into it. it's like it's a chest. I'm going to go find a chest, and then there's this, and then there's this, and I'm I'm like I don't even know the last time I did a quest in that game. I'm just like beaten up guys so that i can unlock chests like that's all i'm doing you know <laughs> it's just so the, um, yeah yeah the, the open world aspect of it is really good that's yeah, it uh, it's that's where it's on par with breath of the wild mm. um the stamina aspect for climbing jumping flat, like gliding um makes it that like you say kind of like so right okay i need to go over that way it's a thousand whatever the measurement is in the game i don't think it's meters it's miles meters i don't know what it is don't yeah. ask me so it's a thousand meters in that direction and then like 200 meters later i'm like oh something shiny <laughs> oh something yeah. shiny yeah so yeah i was like there's a an enemy that i think oh that's i'll, I'll defeat them because there's usually if there's a group of enemies there's usually something interesting nearby oh. do you but, yeah, um, um oh sorry the one thing i will say when you were talking about combat is um, I guess because I've played so much Zelda, I'm used to a Z target. I mean, that's just how I know. That's how I know to refer to it, where you can kind of lock on to, and it just kind of keeps you face to face with that guy. I miss that in Immortals because there's not really a way to Z target and, and lock on to one guy. Um, if you press down the right analog stick, it locks you in. Locks you onto one of them, and then you really? can just shift it. Yeah, you shift it from. Um, from target to target by hitting 
are like using the analog stick to just kind of like switch between available targets. I feel like I totally missed that somewhere in the uh, tutorial. <laughs> you told sure me I, I could do something with the gyro, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you but go. Yeah, yeah. If you just if you just press down the right analog stick, it kind of brings like a yellow diamond on your target, and then you can switch between them. So. Huh, Chad, are you uh, are you playing you playing Immortals or anything like that? Not yet, but listening to you guys talk about it, it makes me really intrigued to definitely try, especially, I don't know, but the whole jokes between the gods thing kind of a, makes me really want to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good game. It's a good game for sure. So, And then the last one that I've been playing, which I know you're really excited about, Nick, is um, the mobile game Among Us that made its debut on the Switch, I think, a week or so ago. Yes, yeah, um, I I tried it as a mobile game um, and played it in free time in places, um, and it's interesting. I kind of like fumbled my way through it. Most servers that I used, I tried to join on the mobile game where I've asked for English people don't speak English, so I kind of like aborted it. But I know my daughter plays it, my eldest, and she's fourteen. Um, so I downloaded it on the Switch I actually told her about it last night and she didn't really seem that excited to the point where she goes oh, I don't, we don't really play that anymore I was like oh okay <laughs> great stuff um, she's gone back to Roblox believe it or not at 14 uh, yeah. I, I, don't have to I don't have to deal with that yet so see I'll be, I'll be, I'll be coming to you guys shortly with that probably um, so yeah I've picked Among Us up I think I had some gold points on um, the eShop. So I managed to pick it up for like 81 pence, which I know it's only three pounds something, but yeah, um, I picked it up for 81 pence. Um, it's it's a fun game. It's like live Cluedo. It's great. I mm-hmm. that they the aspect of it where you can have one or more imposters, um, you can, can either sabotage or just basically wander around and kill somebody, hide the because I think you, there's an aspect. I've not really been the imposter yet, but I'm assuming there's an aspect of being able to hide the body. And no, there is not. Oh. You just so that's kind of why it's like so. Um, so so my journey with this game has been really hilarious, and and if you're on Discord, you know it. Um, it came out, and I'm a guy. I'm a sucker for shiny objects in Discord, especially if it's only going to cost me five bucks over here in the U.S. In the U.S., and so people were like, "Oh, Mongos is great!" And I'm like, "All right, download it." I downloaded it like immediately, and I start playing it. And the matching system in that game is horrid. Like it's it's old school. What is it? Nineties? Would you say nineties? Where you had to like. You, you click on a room and see if it's so and, uh, oh nope the room's full and so it kicks you out and then you're like you try again oh nope that one's full too and he's and it's like oh my gosh just let me play a match like like i'll just tell you i want to play and you find me people and send me away like that's what i want you to do but it, it does like this old school room thing and it's horrible um and so that was like my first impression of it. And I, I played like three matches. I finally was able to get into a game with like six other random people and they all seemed to end immediately. I, I usually got killed faster than I knew what was going on. And that was it. And I, I like logged out of the game and I was like, this game sucks. I don't know what you people like, but I was like over it. And, um, and so then um, it just so happened, you know, we're in quarantine, obviously. And my wife, 
my wife has was on the was on the couch with me and I was like I knew that the game was on cell phone too. And my wife is not a gamer in the sense that she wants to play on the switch. Like that's not her thing, but she likes Dr. Mario. She likes stuff like that. And so I was like, Hey, there's this game. And uh, you know, I'm wondering if you want to just kind of download it and we can try to figure it out together. Cause I could use some help here. Cause people keep saying it's awesome. And I keep saying it sucks, but maybe I'm missing something. And uh, she was like, I guess whatever, you know, I, I don't have anything better to do basically. And so we both get into a game and she's like, this game sucks. And I was like, I know that's what I said. And so, but then we started to play it and she was like, you know, this, no, no, no. And she was like, and so we, it was really a moment where we both thought the game was horrible and we both were figuring it out at the same time. And by the time we were done, we were like, Hey, this is kind of fun. If we could play with people that we could actually talk to, this could be great. And so we started to get all of our friends in it. And so lo and behold, we spend like we this week alone. So it's Tuesday. Considering Sunday, we have spent probably five, six hours playing Among Us in the last three days. Like it's ridiculous with <laughs> with like just a group of eight friends that we can find. We all jump on. You know, like uh, we all just we all just do a um, a group call is all we do. Nothing fancy, no Zoom, no nothing like no video, just a group call. And we all just talk and play this stupid game for like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours every night. And so, yeah, that's why I haven't made it very far in Immortals, because I've been doing this instead. But sorry, I didn't mean to hijack your topic, but that's I know it's fine. It's, that's it's been my, as well. So that's been my thing. And I know you've listened to me now talk about it for a while, but. So I should have started with this, but so you can become, if, in case you don't know what it is, if you've ever played Mafia in youth group, have either of you played Mafia in like a youth group or a youth setting or anything like that? No, Chad, have you I've ever? Not. Okay. I've so, not. so in Mafia, like, like we played it in youth group, there'd be like 10 kids and one would be the killer. And the whole idea was to kind of meander around the room and you would you would tap on the person's shoulder if you were the killer and they had to fall to the ground. And the idea was to like look around and do it when nobody was looking, right? And if somebody caught you, then they could call a meeting and be like, hey, it's that person, I know it is, and you would vote for it. And that's exactly what Among Us is. One person, it can be up to three, I think, but one person is the imposter. They can go around killing people. You really want to do it as silent as possible. You can do some sabotaging and stuff like that to to your environment. And all the crewmates need to do their tasks in the in the area. You do your tasks because if all the crewmates get all their tasks done, then they win. And so that's it. Like it's you gotta play it to really get it. Like that's all I can say. Cause when I whenever I describe it to somebody, they look at me and say, or they they just look at me and say, That that sounds dumb. And it kind of does unless you play it and then you love it i think that's all i can say i'm done well, I all i can say is for the the people behind it the developers behind it have dropped on because there's not much to the game yeah there's graphically it's very like cartoon animated it's not there's no great graphics to it it's like a 2d top-down kind of thing the servers obviously don't take much to run because, like she said, they're old school way of yeah. So, yeah, and they're making a killing. Like yeah. the merchandise off the back of it, the the hype that the games developed. It's just the uh, yeah, well done. Yep, exactly. <laughs> In this day and age, well done. 
Exactly. 100%. So, so yeah, I, that's crazy to me. Anything else you've been playing now that I uh, basically just hijacked most of your time? Sorry about that. Uh, no, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and to be honest, that's all I've been playing is Immortals Phoenix Rising whenever I have a spare minute and Among Us. Those are the only two extra games I haven't played. Chad, what about you, man? What have you been playing? I've been playing a little bit of everything. Um, I was a little bit on the curve on the Hyrule Warriors, the Age of Calamity. Uh, I kind of got it as a late Christmas gift. Um, started playing that. Um, I've gotten through the last mission where you get all the champions. And I'm kind of paused there over the last couple of days. Um, kind of have this weird thing. I don't know if anyone else is probably where you're kind of going back between uh, Age of Calamity and Breath of the Wild just to kind of get the whole story back together. That's a cool idea. Because the whole thing, I think that was the whole thing that drew me to Hyrule Warriors because I've played other Dynasty War type games and didn't really like it. But I think it's because it's that story of Breath of the Wild that's mm-hmm. kind of kept me in there. Um, so that, that's been pretty cool. Um, I have played Among Us, not lately, but I have played it the last couple of weeks with kids, which was... I kind of had a similar experience to you where I started playing this. I'm like, I, I don't get this. What, what am I doing? No, dad, just go here. Or just go there. Um, they egged me on for probably about an hour and I finally became the imposter. And after that, I was kind of hooked. Yeah. Yeah. So I weird played thing. it with them. <laughs> yep. And I yep. found, I don't know if anyone else has done this. I think the best strategy I've found is if you're an imposter, go into a room with two other people. And if you see one of them doing the task, wipe the other person out and then run out as quick as you can because yeah. then the other person's around look completely guilty yeah yeah so, it's totally so true. that's fun yeah um and then the last thing i've been playing um uh, kind of goes in with what i was playing a couple of weeks ago i picked up doom when it on sale the original doom when it was on sale um on black friday so i ended up picking up doom one two three and four um at about halfway first game um kind of losing you chad games, uh, one and two i played whenever i was here when they were actually out for pc so that was pretty cool all right you back that's what i've been up to um definitely was to see where i have a warriors i'm, I'm going to stay off that channel and the discord so i don't get any spoilers <laughs> but i'm enjoying it yeah, I uh, my story with Hyrule Warriors is I, I bought it, I split it with a with a friend of mine, and have yet to actually play the game. So I don't know when I'll get to it or if I'll ever get to it, quite frankly. But uh, I played the demo and I liked it, so I was like, oh, I'll pick this up. And I should have known better. Well, I kind of did know better. That's why I split it with a friend because I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm actually going to get to this. And so I was like, if I only have to pay half price, I'll feel better about it. And, uh, and so that's, that's how, that's how that happened. Um, I will say on Among Us, the, the one thing I find, fun, we let our son play this game, which I find so funny that like when I showed my wife, Immortals Phoenix Rising, which is not a gory game at all. There's no blood whatsoever. Like the, like when you beat an enemy, it just kind of flies off into the distance. My wife was like, Neh. there's guns right. or there's, there's, there's axes and swords and fighting. Yeah. I don't know. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll play it. I'll play it after, you know, when the kid goes to bed. No problem. No big deal. But then we let, we let our son play among us. We're like, these kids, I mean, I get their cartoons and everything, but still, like, it's fairly gory how they die, right? And our kid's like, our kid's like, I found a dead body gory. in the hall. It's what? 
It's what would you say, Chad? I said it's surprisingly it's surprisingly gory as cartoonish. I'm kind of impressed by how many ways I have myself died whenever someone has killed me. I've seen probably about a dozen different ways. I know. And every time I'm sitting there looking at when I look at it, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't want to say anything because I enjoy playing it with him. And my wife enjoys playing it with him. But I'm like, how do you? I don't understand. I suppose when that's not the like, immortals, the the main one of the main aspects of it is the battle. So it's quite heavy on the combat side of things, where right. it's kind of just the funny side of the animation. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that's how she's let it slide. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think she saw she saw the beginning. So she saw Typhon in the beginning, which, to be fair, that could have possibly scared him. The the enter the the beginning clip of that when he's when he's talking. Yeah. Um, so he look he looks pretty he looks pretty scary in that, especially for a six year old. But anyways, I just, it still baffles me. Still find it fun. So, so I assume that because none of us have got it on the list that we've all been playing Animal Crossing as well. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know what? Let's chat about those animals in our lives. Isabel's morning announcements. So we've had the toy day. Did we all take part in toy day this uh, this last week? I did. I completely forgot it was on the 24th, not the 25th. Um, so I logged in on the 24th to try and catch up on some DIYs because I had a, like, a bit of spare time between the kids being awake and the kids going to sleep and having to do the duties of ensuring that the mince pie and milk was readily guarded for the jolly fat man coming down the chimney. Um, mm-hmm. So I jumped on it and realized <gasps> jingles here and it's toy day. Why have I kind of took so long to realize that? Um, so I, I went around doing things. I enjoyed it. It was a good day. Um, I think it was a really good event. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only downside I think is that I'd like to have kept that sack as a yes amen to that an item so it kind of goes for the full Santa outfit that you get yeah i don't know why they took the sack away from me doesn't make any sense chad what do you think about it i did um i kind of have the same thing as sean uh i popped in uh i had to work on christmas eve but i always get up a couple hours before and i got them and i was like oh well, look who's here. I guess I go ahead and take care of this. I can't. Um, it was a lot easier than I thought. Like I think of all the events that they've had so far this year, that probably has been the easiest knockout because all you've got to do is just walk up to people. Yep. And just here you go. And uh, I, I don't know if any. I don't know if you guys did like the the after part where after you've gave everyone their presents, you can go back and give them another present. It will give you a different variation of a toy that you may not have. Um, I did, I, I did that, that part. Um, I didn't, um, I went, I did it just to get it out of the way. Um, but um, though of something that's in our group, and I think it was him, uh, somehow, I guess he's a time pirate or time Lord, one or the other. He had pretty much everything. And every, a uh, couple of us went over cataloged um, those items at the beginning of the season um but it was very fun yeah did you say that was solo something is that what you said 
I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think it was. I just went to his island today, which kudos to him because he gave me a lot. I got a lot of gold DIYs from him today. Really appreciate that. But yeah, I already saw a balloon arc that said 2021. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, hey man, uh, our our fellow or previous co-host, uh, he was a time pirate, and uh, you know what? Nothing wrong with that if that's how you want to play. So yeah, I was running by it, and I was like where did he oh i know how we got that <laughs> so i can't wait to get that balloon arc whenever that happens so that'll be fun it looks pretty sweet it does hmm so so yeah i i, I yeah um did i you, go did ahead did you use the stock did you use the stockings the oh yeah jingle gear oh yeah did you get a surprise for hanging them? did you not use the stockings sean i hung them up and did you did you look inside of them Oh, you look inside of them? You look inside yeah, of them. Surprise. Just yeah. like real Christmas. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, uh, just for the just for those for those being everybody who listens. Um, Sean's breaking out a switch now to get what he will find out is a jingle picture. Hopefully you can still get it. I hope it doesn't like go away after a day or something like that. That would be pretty mean. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But you'll be able to fill us in in a second, Sean. Um, I thought toy day was fun i thought it was probably the right length for the day that it was right i mean you you don't you don't want a three-hour task on christmas eve like you got things to do and i can appreciate that nintendo realizes that totally agree with keeping the sack that should have been a thing um I, i will tell you as a guy and and pretty much everybody here knows this i don't look ahead i don't look for secrets i don't go out there and try to figure out what's coming next because i like the surprise even though i'm on a podcast um i mean if that's what you want to do there's like five million other places other than here that you'll get that i figure um so i really thought that all the toys that we kept getting were somehow hooked into toy day like i was going to be wrapping these toys and giving them to villagers so when like that never happened i have like a whole second story full of toys I never do anything with, so I'm going to either store them or sell them. Do one of the two. I don't know which. Or maybe give them away as New Year's presents. Yeah, I kind of ran into the situation because I'm pretty sure in New Leaf, which was the last one that came out for the 3DS, you had to do that. Like the last week or so before Toy Day, you'd go around and talk to your villagers and go, oh, you know what? I really, really wish I had this item. And when toy day ran uh ground it was your job to go to them and give them whatever they asked for if gotcha. they if you gave them something they didn't like or they didn't ask for like oh okay i, I, I appreciate it you know not be rude um but yeah. if you gave them if you gave everyone what they asked for um that's how you get rewards then so it was a it was different in this i think a lot of people had that expectation uh like you and i did with you're going to give them what they asked for and this was yeah a lot easier yeah it was for sure that that is without a doubt um i thought the items you, so sean did, did you did you figure it out did you get something in your in your stocking literally just going back inside the house now oh that makes sense <laughs> we're waiting um, with bated breath for your answer sean yeah i kind of thought oh hold on there's something inside wait oh good I'm good. my kids open christmas wow, presents all over again <laughs> You should see his. Inside. You should see his face, everybody. It's amazing. He is oh, he is overjoyed, ecstatic to have oh, a picture anyway. of Jingle. 
that works. Yes. So, okay. I didn't realize you had to go up and interact with it. I kind of just expected it to be like something that came in the mail or like yeah. both scenes. So. Well, well, I was I with like, you. That was a good touch. Yeah, it was. It, it was a neat thing that they did. But I was with you. Like when I first, I walked in the door and I was like, well, there's nothing there. And so luckily I just went up to it and pressed the A button out of like desperation, I suppose. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get something. But yeah, I really thought there'd be like something sticking out of the stocking or something like that you would see. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, speaking of the, the, I know with, I was busy then, with the toys and stuff like that, leading up to it, um, I've kind of given each of my villagers a, a toy wrapped up anyway in the spirit of Christmas, but I've nice picked too. toys that are specific to what the personality of each of those villagers are like. So, um, I guess Stitch has got like a little, cause he's one of my favorite villagers. He got, um, a toy RC helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave Teddy uh, like a scale electric style set. But then, like the is it Diana? Um, she seems quite quaint, so she's got like a nice, really looking doll's house. So, so I've kind of I've done that. And when you go into their homes, they've kind of got them presented, and it's oh really? It's oh, quite, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite it's quite nice to see that. So I kind of done that because. I didn't realize that you there was anything else you could do with them. Um, I didn't like either. It, it'd have been good if you had to wrap them and then deliver them and like be a bit more specific so they can mm-hmm. give you clues for out. But yeah, it did work. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely different than what I thought it was, but it wasn't in a bad way different. I don't think. Um, I can't tell you what was different in a bad way. Um, how you how you acquired all these horrible festive DIY recipes in 5,000 balloons. I would, I wish I had a counter of how many balloons I shot down from like December 15th to, I don't know. I think I finished it on like the 22nd or 23rd. I finally got the last DIY. I mean, I legit would stay right here because we were, that's a different story because I was working from home. And so I had my switch hooked up on the TV that's nobody can see, but to the left of me and I would be doing work and I had a little timer every five minutes that would go off and I would run the beach and I'd shoot down some gosh forsaken balloon. And you know what I get some stupid like air conditioner or air circulator or something that had nothing to do with festive recipes. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. So uh, how was your uh, uh, journey with festive recipes people? Tell me. Um, I haven't got any because I've not done any. Um, oh no! Yeah, I, I saw how much effort people were. Having, this sounds quite lazy, but I saw how much effort people were putting <laughs> to get my balloons, and I'm I'm honestly a little bit sick of that aspect of the game where yeah. no, it's you can game. only get them. I I like the Halloween one, the Halloween event because you could get them from the villages that were making them and it made you kind of interact with them um, to the point where as soon as what was the Thanksgiving one, when I realized that you weren't getting interesting DIYs from the villages, I stopped talking to them again and kind of mm. got told off the other day when I started talking to them again, because on Torrey Day, every single one of them that I went to, they were like, oh, wow, Sean, we haven't spoken to you for nearly two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was kind of like, ah, right. So I've not got any of the festive DIYs other than the one that you get from Jingle. Um, 
the ones that Isabel sends you, so the Snowflake Reef. I've just literally got that now. Um, yeah, I haven't got any. So if people are feeling sad for me and want to send some, feel free. But it's the Christmas period is over and I'm literally waiting for the, the next <laughs> event. You know, I thought I would be giving them out to a lot of people, but after I got the last one, I mean, I didn't have a great percentage that I was getting when I did shoot them down. But now I have only gotten one extra recipe in a balloon since I acquired all of my recipes. And granted, I'm not shooting them down in the same in the same amount. But still, I thought I would get a couple more. How about you, Jed? How was your time in uh, festive DIY hunting? I think Nightmare Before Christmas is probably yeah. That's good. That's a good one right there. I like that. But uh, I had about the same experience as you. Now, I, I didn't keep a, an exact tally, but I did keep track of how many slots I went through, which was about five. So I shot down well over 100 balloons before I got them all. Yeah. And it took me, I was on the same boat as you, uh, working from home and then a couple of days off where you know, just every five minutes, wait, it's, it's four now. It's nine minutes past and kept running. Oh my God. I was just, by the time I got the last one, I was like, I'm done. I'm sick of balloons. I'm sick of getting clothes and stones and rocks and everything else yeah. I don't need. Yeah. But uh, I, I was I'm just glad it was over with. <laughs> yeah. And that's the bummer. Like that's not, that's not fun gaming. Like I'm gaming out of maybe compulsion at that point, which is just not fun gaming, at least for, you know, speaking to myself, like that's how I was doing it out of like compulsion for wanting all of these things. Right. And that's just not fun. And so that, that kind of feeling is the one that gets me close to being like, yeah, I'm ready to be done with this. It, it gave me that mobile feeling of like, I'm doing this. It's really hard to do. It's annoying. I just want to get this thing and I want to be done with it. And that's, that's a dangerous place for for them to put their users, I think, at least for me personally, because that's that's the kind of place where I get where I say, you know what, I think I'm pretty much done with this game. Like I'm doing it now and it feels like work and I don't like that. And yeah, so, I, yeah. Yeah, and that's, um, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I don't know if I've seen the majority of people who play it uh they're casual gamers and what you want to do when you do casual gamers you just find you know most people probably play between 30 minutes and that's it and you want that time doing what you like not hunting down you know a million balloons and i know for a fact there was a couple of times it was driving me nuts because uh, okay well there's a balloon cut but i really want to do this instead and now I'm stuck here and mm-hmm. you know, grinding is great for some games, but it definitely doesn't have much of a place in Animal Crossing at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I guess to, to explain for those of you who are like, why every five minutes, what are they talking about? So uh, balloons come in a pattern. Uh, the first thing you have to do is figure out sun, sun down on your Island. The balloons will come from one direction and sun up, they'll come from another direction. And every five minutes, so basically, like, if it's 1 o'clock, 104 and 109 is when balloons will start to float. Now, if you're if it's like my island, I don't actually see them on the beach until a minute later, usually. Like, 105 and 110 is when I start seeing them, and that I can actually shoot them down. Because they start on the far end of your, of your sea, or whatever you want to call it, ocean. 
And so they got to make that trek through the ocean to get to the actual beach. And so what I would do is I'm at, at every five or 10 minute increment, I would run the beach and I, they would, if you don't always have one every five minutes. So let me step back and say that you don't always have a balloon every five minutes, but that if you do, that's when it'll show up. You may, sometimes I'd have a couple that come every five minutes. And then sometimes I would go 10 minutes without seeing a balloon. So is that kind of, is that kind of, was that kind of your, your deal, Chad? Is that how you saw it? Yeah, it was it was the same way. Um, and I tried to look up and try to see some of the mechanics. Uh, I didn't really find a whole lot, but I, I did find that um, apparently whenever they did the update right after Halloween, uh, that's when it changed. It used to be five minutes, period, across the board, but around that time they changed it where it could be five minutes, it could be ten minutes. And they also changed it with wind speed, apparently, uh, plays a part that sometimes the wind's blowing really, really slow. So you'll have balloons barely in, takes like two to get in. Mm. And there are times the wind's been hard and they just fly over you and you, you, you almost catch it. Yeah. So yeah. It, that makes sense. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was not, it was, yeah. Not my favorite way to get, bo- to get recipes. I, I, I quite frankly, uh, we're about to start talking about uh, snow boys, snow folk. Um, I would rather get recipes snow folk way than have to run around hunting balloons. Like, I mean, I mean, making perfect snow folk, at least I know what I need to do. And I don't have to, I don't have to spend time just sitting in a game hunting balloons. And that's my personal opinion. Uh, Sean, you got anything else before we move on to, to snow folk? Um, no, I'm, I'm just trying to look very quickly through some of the people reaching out to us on. Sorry, reading at the same time. Um, people trying to reach out to us on Discord about different questions, but I think most of it's just been the gripe that we've covered. So, like <laughs> Tim's the most recent saying that he didn't think the DIYs were easy to get to. Um, that he's been shooting down balloons and had nothing to do with like oh excuse me the DIYs have had had nothing to do with Christmas and that seems to have to uh, sort of upset him quite a bit. Um, Frosticles is the same. Um, so Spider Shan, so or something. So the, the as usual characters that kind of give us interesting things to talk about have basically all been hammering as the same negative points about hunting balloons that it's become ridiculous um so yeah yeah it's just uh it's yeah it was not was not how uh and it started too late too i don't think we mentioned that it started it started december 15th i believe it was 15th was it 15th when it started it was yeah Yeah, okay um and why they started on the 15th is beyond me because all they really did is one shorten the amount of time you had. And two, they butted it right up against starting. Uh, what was it like two or three days later? Wasn't it that uh, the snow folk started or was it the same day? Yeah. Is it the same day it or was, was it? A- uh, it was the same day, but they did same the, day, yeah. the other snow recipes like a couple of days before, whenever I think it was the eighth. 
whenever they uh whenever snow started finally staying on the ground so mm-hmm. you had like three DIYs kind of crisscrossing at the same time yeah and that was the other thing is like why didn't you give us more time to work on the festive ones i mean even if you're going to do this balloon thing why don't you start it on the first and at least give us more time to hunt these balloons and then also give us some space between doing that and then the snow folk and everything i don't know it just does I don't understand why that's why, how they chose to do it. And I don't know if it has something to do with, I haven't looked to see what the Southern hemisphere was going through. Cause obviously they weren't dealing with snow folk at that time. Um, but they did have festive DIY same time. Uh, Cause obviously they still have Christmas. Um, so I don't know if it had something to do with, with them having to match up those hemispheres or what, but yeah, it started in my opinion, it started too late, too close to the snow folk. And all that fun stuff, but so, yeah, the, the, these kind of events. I'm going to say it's like literally the thought that's just popped into my head is I'd rather you'd be able to go to Nook's Cranny and buy like festive DIY packs for bells, um, that way, and then make the items that you like the materials that you need to make the DIYs more interesting together rather than having to go through the because that running to the beach every five minutes it's just it sounds stressful this game isn't stressful this game helps millions of people that bought it through lockdown stay mm-hmm. sane it's a distraction so i think it's getting to the point now where if it's getting that difficult to play people are going to start putting the game down yeah i totally something that. else and they don't want to do like nintendo don't want to do that they don't want to push people away from mm-hmm. something that was a game of the year contender and helped so many people. Um, yeah. Especially something like Christmas as beloved as Christmas and Christmas decorations and all that stuff. Like um, to be fair, I didn't get all the maple items and I, I actually went through my DIYs just yesterday to see what I was missing. I think I'm missing like 70. I didn't get all the DIYs for the maple thing or the autumn thing, but you know what? Like, or no, I got all the autumn. I didn't get all the cherry blossom ones. You know what? I I didn't really care. Like I, I didn't walk away from that event and be like, ah, you know, and I didn't, I wasn't as maniacal with that. Cause okay. Like I would have liked to have them all sure, but I didn't get them. So that's fine. And maybe I'll pick them up next time around when the, when I'm, when I'm playing next year, but Christmas is such a, in a, a huge thing and in the globally it's like why would you make those that hard to get like i in if anything those should be easy to get so people can just enjoy them like if you want to make autumn stuff or whatever people won't care as much if they don't get it all. that's my personal opinion so so that's that on the snow folk who has made a perfect snowman have we all made perfect snowmen it's perfect snow folk nope. Really, yeah. Sean? Um, really, yeah. Uh, I was meant You're getting to coal for Christmas next year. <laughs> yeah, I was meant to try um, the method that we spoke about last time with the pass uh-huh. that mm-hmm. my mate found um, and Michael told us about. But I've not done that yet. I was going to do it yesterday, but like I said, I hit a point on Immortals Rise and what kind of the game took off and I was kind of distracted. So I don't blame it. It's that's easy to do. That's easy to do. Um, I mean I've seen a lot I've seen again um Twitter, Instagram, 
Um, I'm now part of a Animal Crossing UK Facebook fan group that is quite active. Um, and a lot of people are doing exactly the same thing. It's like, it seems so difficult to make the perfect snowman. I think I saw a picture yesterday that somebody thought they'd got it and it was so close to being perfect and it wasn't. So they just put a lot of campfires around the snowman. doesn't actually melt them any quicker, but the principle of it. No, um, I did that too. I used a round space heater. It was the last day of its life. It was mostly melted. I put a round space heater in front of it, took a picture and posted it on Twitter. Because so, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't perfect and it deserved to go away quicker. That was my opinion. So what about you, Jed? How's the, how's the snow folk making been going for you? I've been actually eyeballing. Um, I've kind of found that uh, I read, this was the first strategy I'd, I saw on before Mayor Morty uh, about the, the path idea where um, you roll one snowball up to the, around the bottom of your ears, you know, you stand next to it to see where it's at. And then you do the other one. It, it's, it's worked better than half for me. Um, and because of how long the event is, I, I really wasn't worried or bothered sure. if, I, if I messed up. Sure. Um, unlike the Christmas one. Yeah. That's, that's going to probably bother me till, till next year. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, you, uh, you're right to talk about the time, the time difference between the two, too. That makes a lot of sense. And we have, uh, what is it? Middle of February, I believe before snow yeah. go away. So, yeah. yeah. So we have plenty of time yeah. to, uh, to make and get all the DIYs. I personally have done the 10 path thing since uh, Michael PJP told us about it. Uh, first brought to us, as Chad said, by Mayor Mori, or first brought to Michael PJP by Mayor Mori. Uh, and it is, uh, it, it works great for me. It's only missed one time. I think I didn't roll the snowball big enough to begin with. Um, and so uh, the downside is I now have uh, 10 path runways through multiple areas in my uh, in my island that I don't really want to be there. So though I have until the middle of February, I just finished my I just finished my last perfect snowman to get all the recipes. I need five more snowman to finish out the snow maestro nook mile thing. So I will get those five snowmen. And then I will not do the 10 path thing again. They'll all go away and I'll actually use my center area to actually be decorations again, instead of just uh, snowman paths. So that, that's the only downfall to that particular, uh, to that particular trick is that you have these paths throughout your island. Uh, anything else on Snowfolk? No, not that I can think of. Um it seems that they were slightly easier than finding the DIYs. So, Oh, for sure. For sure. No doubt about it. I will say if you're playing with somebody else on your island, you only get one snowman per day. So whoever makes it first makes it. But the other person on the island can run up to the snowman and get a recipe. Not a large snowflake, but a recipe. So uh fyi if you're playing with other people that's how that worked you probably know that already but just in case you didn't so what's up next for us well um i'm quarantined normally we would be going and or or we would have a family over and we would watch the ball drop and it would or some friends over maybe or our one bubble friend that we have uh over and watch the ball drop but that can't happen so 
uh, I will be posting in Discord that I will be hosting a New Year's Eve party. It's not going to be huge. I'm probably just going to invite some people over like, you know, 30 minutes before the ball drops or 20 minutes before the ball drops, something like that, uh, or before the countdown clock goes or whatever. So if just anybody... Just crush. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and so if anybody wants to join me um, to uh, celebrate New Year's in uh, Animal Crossing, feel free to do it. I have ordered... Uh, multiple glasses of uh, sparkling cider. So there will be sparkling cider for everybody who wants it. Um, I actually decided to put one in my tool ring because it's that type of year, you know, and you should have the, you should have a good beverage in your tool ring at this point. That's what I say. Um, and so, so I'll be doing that uh, New Year's Eve, probably let's say 1145. We're not, it's not like, you know, nobody wants to hang out at my island on New Year's Eve for like an hour, hours on end. Uh, there's not that much to do. But if you want to, if you want to watch me watch the countdown clock, come on over. Love to have some people join. Um, me. Are you going to, regards voice chat, are you going to use it right through the Nintendo online app? Or should we look at using Discord for... Well, I mean, Nintendo's app is so stellar. I don't know why we wouldn't use it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, John. It's just the opposite. We should probably use Discord. Totally use Discord. All right, because like I said, New Year's Eve, I'm working. So uh, 11.45 for you will be 3.45 for me. So... Yeah, I'll you'll already be you'll already be in the new year. Yeah, I'll try and jump in on the chat on if you're going to do it for Discord and say sure. hi to everybody. Sure, yeah. that'll be awesome. I love it. Um, sounds great. Um, yeah, I know. I I told you, I'm jealous. You get out of 2020 five hours earlier than I do, in which you just blew up any hope I had and said 2021 will just be more of the same <laughs> because oh, you're yeah. you just. Stealer of joy is what you are. <laughs> it, there's, there's, there's all the possibility that the kids won't be going back to school over here. So, yeah. yeah. That's my balloon, <laughs> folks, just in case you didn't know, in case you couldn't see. That's, that's Sean <laughs> popping my balloon and it just fluttering away into the... What I'm going to do is um, <laughs> I'll drop the meme that I sent you in the... Um, yeah. in. Yeah, you um, might as you might as well that do that. Best meme. Uh huh. And then I will drop my Steve Carell Thief of Joy meme too, because that's but that's yeah, all I have to say about that. It's in there now. Uh, I know people. This isn't live, but people will see it <laughs> and then try and figure out what the hell I'm on about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> it's there. That's right. Yeah. You. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, um, so we want to try something new. I like to steal stuff from people, just to be honest. Um, and so I was on Retro Logic. Uh, Dan Caparello, aka Black for, Ret, Block Fort Retros uh, podcast, and we did this thing called uh, Retro Prices. Right, I slaughtered that name. That's not exactly the name, but it's close. It's uh, close, I think. Um, and I was horrible at it. I was absolutely horrible at it. I think I was the worst contestant they ever had at it. Um, and so, but I liked the idea. I like games and podcasts as long as they like, you know, they work and they fit. And I have no idea if this is going to work or fit, but we're going to try. Um, 
but I like like Game Scoop has the twenty questions. I don't know if any any of you watch ga- or listen to Game Scoop, uh, IGN's podcast, but I really like the twenty questions they do at the end of that. And so I thought, you know what, we should try a game. And so I stole this from uh, Blockport Retro Retro Logic. You should go listen to them if you like retro stuff. They're really good at it. Dan really knows his stuff, and so does uh, Datfast John. They're both community members of the Nintendo Dads. Uh, but this is not a Nintendo Dads podcast. It's their own thing. Just so we know. I'll make a, a, an honest, a, a, an honest own up to that. I literally like to listen to Dan talking. I, I miss his voice on here, so it's the only way I get to listen to him talking. So like, what Sean's like saying him. is he turns the podcast on to go to sleep. That's what he's really saying. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> or maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't really know if I'm kidding or not. Only Sean knows. Um, and so, um, so we are going to do the Nook is right. No, uh, Nook Nook's price is right. Nook's I don't know. We're right. going to work on a name and it's going to it's going to sound really good at some point or we're just not going to do this ever again. Um so what's going to happen here? We have three three people playing. Each person has picked two items. They know the total value of their items and the other two people are going to guess what the total value is. This is not price is right rules. How whoever is closest wins. And what do you win? You win the great knowledge to know that you know Nook prices better than the other two people. So, I mean, I don't know what else you could... What's better than that? I can't think of it. Uh, it's definitely just bragging rights. Yeah, bragging rights. That's what you win. And there nothing you more. What imaginary you say, Nook miles. When ima- you win imaginary Nook miles. That's right. There That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You win dead crossing miles, which <laughs> gets you less than Nook miles, but that's okay. Um... So uh, I will start the shindig off. <clears throat> My two items are a wall-mounted TV, 20 and 50 inch. Now, Ooh. I don't want anybody using their forsaken phones to figure out, like, if you nail it, I'm going to be very skeptical, just to be honest. So, Hands on the head. <laughs> yeah. Wall-mounted TV, 20 and 50 inch. That's that's the two items I chose. Now, guys, this is the just so everybody knows this is the price you purchase them for, not the price that you can sell them back and nook and take most of your money for, because he's a thieving yeah, little. Because there's a big there's a yeah. big difference in some items on that. Yeah, for sure. Game stop prices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you're just getting stock credit with nook's credit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What do you guys um, think? Okay. 20 inch I'm going to say 40,000 bells 40 yeah where are you at and the, what's your price 5,000 for the 20 inch and 65 for the larger item. okay so all together you're at 105 yeah is that right okay Sean's at 105 for both of them Okay, and these are the wall mountains. I'm going to shoot a lot lower than he did. I'm going to say probably around 45 for both. 45 for both. Chad, you are you are much closer. It is 30,900 bells for the two of them. 8,900 wow. for the 20-inch and 22,000 for the 50-inch. So 30,900 for the both, which means, Chad... You get the first point. 
<laughs> I don't have a runoff. So I, if we tie here, I don't even know what we're going to do. So don't, if you, no, I could no. see the bell. I could see you guys thinking like, what happens if we tie? I have no idea. Um, this all right. So who wants to go in, yeah, this could be, it's a very, well could be a three-way tie. And then we're all so, amazing. Yeah, that's true. So I'll get next. the two items I've got is the hi-fi stereo, which is the one with the wooden speakers next to it. Mm-hmm. And the video camera on a tripod. The TV video camera. Is it the TV video camera? Or just video? Know, just video camera. So one on a tripod, mm, not the big. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, okay. So like the home version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's two versions. I get the two versions of the high stereos mixed up. There's another one. Okay. I'm going to shoot 95,000. Is it combined? That's combined, yes. Oh, I'm still going to shoot low, and I'm probably off. I'm going to say 25. So I could, I could say is that, Nick, you were the closest. And I'm just doing the totals now. So as a combined, 114,000 bells. That is the eighty thousand one. There is one. There is one that has good sound. That's like twenty thousand, and there's one that has good sound. That's eighty thousand, and I couldn't remember which yeah. that was. I took a stab. It's eighty-two thousand for the hi-fi and thirty-two thousand okay. for the video camera, which is okay. a lot. Thirty-two thousand for a yeah. I didn't think the camera was that much. I was thinking like around ten. I didn't think it was that much. Yeah, to be honest, mine was eighty thousand in my head. Was eighty thousand for the hi-fi stereo and fifteen for the video camera. That's how I. That's how I got to ninety-five in my head. But this is this is where we was on about the big difference between. Um, the, the price you pay and the price you get back. So like mm-hmm. that, the 82,000 hi-fi, you get 20,000 bells back. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Thank you very much, Mr. Nook. Can I have another? 32,000 for the video camera. You can sell it for 8,000. So that's a big depreciation. <laughs> All right, Chad, what do you got for us? All right, so we're going to go for the entertainment package this evening. Okay. We've got the billers table. And the, I know, I don't know if there's a difference between the two price wise, but the regular Nintendo Switch that you can purchase, the one with the red and blue Joy Cons. Uh, I'm going to go 60,000 all in. Man, so you know why this gets me. I never have purchased the billiards table because I got it in a swap meet. So. I think I know the exact cost of the Nintendo Switch. I think I do. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go 56000 And, Sean, what was your number one more time? 60. Oh, he was got it? It. it. Yeah, the builder's table is outrageous. So he got it. He, he's a lot closer. Well, I guess not too much because yours is close to it. But the builder's table by itself is 77. Really? Uh, <laughs> yes, it is like one of the most annually expensive. Wait, wait, wait. Items. Let me let me guess. Is the Nintendo Switch thirty six thousand? Nope, twenty nine nine eighty. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, I was going thirty two. That's why. I, yeah. Wow. I so legit thought the one oh six. I legit thought the billiards table was twenty thousand. I just like threw. I was like, let's. I'm just gonna guess twenty k because I had no idea. 
Wow, that's way more than I thought it would be. I'm a freeway tie, as I predicted. (laughs) Well, because we're all amazing. There you go. (laughs) We all got one point. Um, So we'll just leave it at being cool. So there you go. Um, Guys, you know, hit us up. If you liked this, if you thought this was stupid, whatever you want, you know, let let me know. Our feelings will not be hurt. We're dads. Uh, Our kids tell us the truth all the time, unfortunately. Um, So just let us know what you think. Um, So, uh, guys, what do you say we head over to the dad corner? So, welcome over to Dad Corner. Um, as in the intro, we talked about uh, the parenting side of this one. Um, this week, we are talking about Christmas toy building. Now, I don't know what you guys do in regards to, like, if your kids get a new toy, like, a, I don't know, it's probably different for you, Chad, because they're kind of grown out of the, like, doll's houses that need the stickers applying and building up and assembling before they play with it. But, like, Logan got so much track related stuff so like thomas the tank engine things that like obviously different pieces of track and stickers that needed to play and toys that needed batteries and certain and it's kind of like what do you do do you build it before and wrap it as it's built this big giant thing or do you (laughs) just wrap it in the box and it's like all the amazement of seeing the box and everything that comes with it oh so but we kind of opted and we do it every year we opt for the leave it boxed and then I'll build it with him, which kind of becomes a bit of a nightmare. So the year we got him, do you know the Cozy Coupe style cars, the plastic? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We got him one of those, but it was a dinosaur one um, last year, I think. And I had to build it with him sign it. <laughs> <laughs> so like I got, I slid everything out and got the base out and like kind of had it. Um, he must've been 18 months old. He was a bit older than that. But anyway, he kind of like got the base out. He sat and plonked himself in the seat. And the first thing I put in was the steering wheel. And he just sat there pretending to drive it. And I had to like kind of lift it up with him and still sat inside it and put the wheels underneath and then try and put the, the top on. And like he would be, I've got pictures and stuff of like that Lindsay took while I was trying to build it. It was just ridiculous. He wouldn't get out of it. It's like the <laughs> epitome of like building the train while it's going down the tracks. Yeah. <laughs> like building while he's um, in it. But yeah, he's big into his really, he's really big into his Hot Wheels. It's the for a three-year-old, I never thought he'd watch this much YouTube. But he'd literally, from the moment he wakes up, he just wants to watch Hot Wheels cars, Hot Wheels monster trucks, Hot Wheels planes, and people building the tracks and stuff like that. So yeah, that's all I did. Christmas Day, I built six track items. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty awesome for him i do the stickers probably i assume they do this to save money that's all i can think they put the stickers that you have to put on to save money not having to apply them or not having to like paint them on somehow however they do that with plastic yeah that they need to do like two tiers man like a like a tier where you put the stickers on and are you willing to pay another x amount of dollars to have the stickers put I know that's impossible, but I'm just saying, man, those stickers I, are I, annoying. I well, they do it for bicycles. They what? I said they do it for bicycles. I mean, you know, you yeah. want the bicycle put together or do you put it together? So, yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I tell you. And if you're, if you're like, if you're like type A, 
and you and you like you get like frustrated when it's when it's just just cockeyed just a little bit and now you're like do i try to rip it off because if i rip it off and i rip it then i'm then i'm gonna rip the, like the kid's gonna be like totally like bawling or do i just let it stay like that or here's another thing do you let your kids do it and just live with the fact that the sticker looks like total and utter crap like like i tell you those stickers are horrible for me i uh, see so we've got a pretty good like got a pretty good system if i open the box i start working on building the thing while Lindsay applies the stickers because mm. there's no patience for the, with logan he kind of like once the box is open if he can't play with it in five minutes he's like it, it's yeah he's like the guy who was signing it like i was building the thomas truck and he was trying to push thomas around an incomplete truck i was like just, just look he's like look boy you, you this isn't working. Stop. No, stop. Logan, stop. Stop, Logan. That's kind of how Christmas Day went. Logan, look, I, if you want this, you need to give me a second. It was unreal. And like, like no sooner had I built one thing and he played with it for five minutes, he's like, went over into, the, in, into his corner of like his pile of toys and dragged another one over. Can we build this now? And I was like, oh. <laughs> like just let me finish stuff. It's not, not only just, just let me finish this. It's like trying to help Lindsay cook dinner. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, like I got a Joy-Con and I got Immortals Rising, so I was like, I really want to play with my toys. <laughs> 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 this kid wants to play with his toys, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get that. We bought Noah this Marble Mania game, or not, it's not a game. It's like a, it's like a little thing. He's he loves this little marble track at at my mom's and it's the marble tracks really simple it just kind of like goes around a couple times and then it falls into like a like a little dish and then you put the marble back up and this is like a really like intricate thing where you like shoot the marbles up and it's like a it's not an enclosed system you can take the marbles out but you never have to like move the marbles you can shoot the marbles up and then you like turn the gears and the marbles go up and it runs down and he just really is fascinated by this um to be quite frank it's the best christmas present I, I am known to buy him presents that I think he'll like and he thinks he likes, but he never in in actuality plays with. Hence our Martin um the Mario Kart Hot Wheels track. Like I bought him that thinking he would love that. He loves Mario, he loves all of that. He played with it for a hot second. He never touched it again. Like he was just not interested. I was like, ugh. Gosh, it's like sitting. I can see it right over here. It's sitting over here. Has been sitting here forever, and I just I don't have the heart to throw it out because I know how much money that I spent on it and how much little it got played. That's the only reason it's still here. He would care see, I, less if I threw it away. I'd have loved it if Logan had been interested in the Super Mario stuff because I like the Hot Wheel track ones um, just because I like Hot Wheels as much as he does. So it kind of works that he's quite interested, but um, from the videos that he watches, he's, there's certain ones that he knows. So like there's this one where it launches the monster truck around as well as a car. And there's a scorpion that like, if it hits it so many times, a scorpion flips and it opens up like a gold trophy area. And then you've got to try and change the track while it's operating to shoot the car or the monster truck into the track, into the gold trophy. And like that's been heavily used in quite a few videos that he's watched, and that's the one that he was like really fascinated on. So, and I'm like, I'm doing the usual like 
around towards Christmas time, we're taking him around the toy store and I'm like, oh, wow, look, it's Super Mario and it's like, it's Hot Wheels. And he's like, no, no, I don't want that one. I want that one. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, fine, whatever, kid. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So Yeah. Yeah, Noah just, he likes to play with the Mario cars. Like the Mario cars aren't down here. They're in his pie, in his box of cars. But he wanted nothing to do. I could have just spent like, twenty dollars on the four cars or whatever that it would have cost to buy those and he would have been just as happy with that probably more so than like the whole track i don't know why it just he's like i don't really care about this track i just want to like roll them down our wood our our uh ceramic floor or whatever it is our vinyl floor and be done with it um but the marble mania game was really cool but it had to be put together and i knew that but noah really liked labo and i thought well maybe he'll be into this and he was, it, it was more intricate than I thought it was going to be to put together. And I mean, to be fair, that's part of the thing. I mean, that's part of the shtick is that you, you build your own marble like track. And uh, he did a good job for probably half to two thirds of it. And then he started to fade quickly. And then he would, he would just kind of like, but he was still very helpful. Like he would go play with his sister. And then when I yelled at him because I made it to another page, he would like then run back in real quick and grab the pieces and get the pieces for that page that, that I needed to put together and like, just like put them in little piles for me. So I was very, like, I was very happy. He, he still like wanted to be present and part of it and he's still playing with it. He He's played with it more than he's played with the Mario Kart set that all year long. So, so I'm happy with that. Um, what about you, Chad? Do you have any, do you have any build nightmares stories? Not this year. Uh, I can certainly think of past ones when they. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, just younger. give us a <laughs> give, give us a horrible story, Chad. Come on, you got one. The best one was probably when uh, the kids were very, very young. Uh, I cannot even remember what thing. But these were really like tiny little pets. Uh, daughters were into. It's full of plastic, maybe like one, and. Whenever you got them, uh, they you could get them in little packs, but then you could also big play sets they would come with. Um, gosh, I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but the, the play sets were these intricate nightmares of everything you guys have already said, where you have certain pieces that go certain places, you have certain stickers that they all look the same, but they only fit certain places. Um, and then one particular Christmas, I nearly lost my mind because they got between uh, both the girls, they ended up getting like five or six play sets. So Christmas morning, I'm literally looking at a dinner table full of stuff I'm going to have to put together. And it took me the better part of Christmas to be able to do that. And it, still to this day, I'm still scarred by it versus, you know, this past Christmas was, they're old enough now. It's like, okay, here's some candy and cash because you, that's what you guys want. So yeah, yeah. you have that to look forward to when they're teenagers. It goes so much smoother, oh. I promise you. It goes so much smoother, <laughs> but teenagers are so much harder to buy for. Like That's the reason for the cash. We had to start doing <laughs> that. Like, because, don't even try. Yeah, because we would literally buy them stuff. And the way teenagers are a lot of times, they're like, oh, what do you like? I, I like... Uh, a b and c and so you know you go buy it and a month later you give it to them they're like what is this well you, you said you like it and that's old i'm over that yeah, now that was totally a month ago <laughs> dad <laughs> so that's, it was the that's same way with uh, issue. Or, 
That's the yeah, issue it was the same way with um, it, it does, it does, and it was kind of the same thing that I ran into with uh, like what you guys did with like uh, Among Us and Roadblocks. That they're the ones me into playing Among Us, and last week I went to go play with them. Like we, we don't play that anymore. Well, what are you guys are doing? Well, we're playing Roadblocks. You haven't played that in a year. What's what's going on with this? <laughs> so it, it gets easier. I promise. Yeah, we, we had the similar issue with the presence for Jaya. Kind of like she picked some clothes from a website that she liked and she picked these like bits of jewelry and this, that, and the other. And we were like, so like as we were going through his list, we kind of like to have a like a, a main present for the kids and then like they have a couple mm-hmm. of bits. So like my youngest daughter, we we kind of we gave her a switch light, so that became her main presence because it was quite expensive. Like it was an expensive present. So that was her main present. And then she got like few little figures and stuff like that and chocolates and stuff but and like logan got a few big track pieces that he really wanted so uh, that was him and we were sat there one night and we were like what what can we get jaya because like in previous years we bought her a digital slr and so which was one of my favorite things to buy because now it's we like we run a photography company <laughs> like that's on the <laughs> side so we now have a third camera and somebody that's keen in photography. So she comes along and she'd like, she blends quite well with people and so like she can take some photos and stuff. And she came in like, this must've been free or like maybe a week before Christmas. She's like, ah, oh, she goes, I've, I've seen these really cool cameras where like you can take a picture and it instantly gives you the photo there and then. And I kind of like, ah, oh, Polaroid camera. She goes, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And I was like, they've been around, they've been around years. How have you only just noticed this? Um, Where have you been, child? She was like, oh yeah, but they look really cool. And like, I really like the idea of that. Cause you know, it's fair enough. She, she like on a camera phone, you can take a picture and you keep it on the phone. You don't actually have it. And it becomes less sentimental. She's like, um, I was like, all oh, right, okay, cool. And then, like, she walked out of the living room, and me and wife looked at each other and were like, oh, we need to buy one now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like, instantly jumped online and ordered, and we got one of those Instax mini like cameras, which I personally think they're amazing. I like Polaroids, I, I had a big love for them when I was younger. Um, we got that, she opened, but Christmas Day, she opened it, she put the battery on charge, the battery's still on charge now. <laughs> that's always the crappiest feeling is it not i mean you're so, just like ah <clears throat> so today is the day i'm going to put the battery in the camera and like the film show how to do it and be like there you go it's there it's done it's charged i want to see some pictures so now now the one you was it the one that has like the mini polaroid or is it the full size polaroid and um, the, the mini polaroids so okay like the ones that like fit in your wallet quite easy um just just because we thought if she's going to go out with her friends and take them, she doesn't want to take a big, because I know the original Polaroid cameras were like... Yeah, mine goes, yeah compared to the pocket ones. Yeah, so these ones are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, for build nightmares, I've, I've had several. I've had like issues where either things have been missing in the box or while trying to build it, I, I've got annoyed and broken something. So it's kind of, yeah, <laughs> I've died in the past, but not so much now. It's it's kind of like after the third child, you kind of get used to the fact that you've got to build stuff. So it's like an it's like an expected duty at that. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> and it's like got- I'd love 
I'd love to get into Lego with Logan, but it it just destroy it. That's that's the issue I've got. It's true. Um, You're so right. I Noah loves Legos and he loves to put them together, but like I've tried to be like Noah, this is like it's not really a toy. It's like not supposed to be, but it doesn't matter, and it's like gone. And then he just kind of plays with them, and that's I guess okay. Like he loves putting them together, but he doesn't ever put it together again. Like we put it together, he'll play with it that way. It'll slowly like fall apart, and then he'll just play with the little pieces. It drives yeah. drives me insane. So like Chris, like Christmas Day and Boxing Day, my friend Gaz was sending me like videos and messages. Like he'd got his wife's. He's a really he's really big into Lego, so he's got like all the big cars that have all got intricate pieces and stuff like that and he displays them and um, he was sending me like loads of pictures he got all the mario like all that he got all the super mario like, all of them oh my wow. goodness yeah and i was like he was sending me pictures of him like boxed and i'm like <laughs> and i like in days after that he's been sending me videos like all of it all built and it's like all built and displayed and he's just like it's like it's got an open cabinet that it can go into and interact with them all. And but then even his kids have got like um different Lego sets and they they seem to respect it really well. And I don't know if that's just because they've seen him building it and looking after it. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that if I try to get something like that, Logan would just kill it. <laughs> yeah, and maybe so. they need to maybe you know, both our kiddos just need to get a little bit older. Now I will say what I've done with Legos, like I have a couple in my shelf now. And so instead of buying it for them, I buy it for me and I put it together with them. And yep. then I tell them, Hey, this is dad's and it goes on the shelf and, and they really love putting it together with me. I mean, I mean, even Ariel, um, who's only four, but she's still like, I'll give her the piece that show where it needs to go and she'll put it in and she'll stay in, uh, kind of, you know, with, with the whole project for almost the whole thing. I mean, they're smaller builds. Like I'll do like 150, you know, hundred piece builds and stuff like that. Nothing huge. And, um, and then, but once it's done, it's, it's, they know that it's dad's, it's not like a present for them. And then I'll put it on the shelf. So that's what I've been doing with that to make it, to make it a little bit better. I will say that we got my daughter, uh, a dollhouse two years ago, I think for a birthday, I think it was a birthday present two years ago. Um, I didn't realize how much repairs I was going to have to do on that thing. Like just today, the bed breaks again for the little Barbie. And here I am like, I, I give it to her and I'm like, listen, man, I don't know how much this thing has got like four screws and a couple nails. I was like, this thing isn't going to like hold up much longer. So you have to take better care of it. Okay. Like it breaks again. I'm pretty sure it's gone forever. <laughs> She's like, okay. And then she just like throws it, you know, like to the side. I'm like, no, that's not, that's not taking care of it better. I don't understand. And so it's like, I just keep putting like, and, and there's always something like she comes to me with something and she's like, this broke dad. And I'm like, oh, okay, just like add it to the pile over there of stuff. I'm going to try to repair at some point of your yeah. toys. Well, so, Logan's the same with, you know, the Super Mario, the pullback go-karts. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he, we've got, a Yoshi, a Luigi, a Toad, and a Mario. Now, all the carts are all held together with epoxy resin because super glue just doesn't cut it because yeah, right. it can still... So, like, like, the exhaust come off the side, he pulled them out, so they've got... they've Everything's been... To the point where 
the, the, the carts are indestructible. They work absolutely fine, but they're indestructible. Like, there's little bits that'll never fall off. <laughs> All the characters are fine, apart from Luigi. For whatever reason, Luigi's head keeps coming off. Literally, like, clean, de- decapitated, perfect straight decapitation at the neck. And it's got to the point where I've glued it, like, had to sand it down and epoxy resin it just to try and get it to stay together, that he currently has no neck <laughs> and looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's the same. He can like, uh, like his airplanes. He's, he's big into like so Disney cars and Disney planes. His dusty, um, the, the plane dusty, the main one. The the landing gear on that is basically eighty percent epoxy resin with some little, little wheels sticking out of the bottom. <laughs> Just because it's like I've glued it and like molded it and kind of like tried to get it so perfect all the time it's just got to the <laughs> point where it just keeps, keeps crashing and yeah um. <laughs> i love it yeah no it's true i will say that the one funny story about that marble game so you know so becca this was in the throw of becca really she's she's doing but my wife sorry her name's becca um she's doing better now and she's starting to feel better and all that jazz, but she really wasn't feeling good. So she was really just kind of laying on the couch, not doing much Christmas day. And so I was determined to get this marble thing finished with, with Noah so that he could see it. And so it took, I don't know, I'd say, I'd say a couple hours, probably two hours to get the whole thing put together and done. And so like, I stand up and, you know, I'm I feel like an old man. Cause I've been like, I've been like cross-legged the whole time. So I'm trying to get around and I look at my phone and there's like 18 texts from like the mother-in-law from my mom, everybody wishing Merry Christmas. But then like slowly as like, we didn't respond. Like our family who just got COVID didn't respond. Like, like all of a sudden I started to get personal texts of like, are you guys okay? Oh, what's going on? Why haven't, uh, are you? and then there was like a FaceTime message that I missed from my mom. And I'm like, like <laughs> I'm sitting on the ground, putting this Marvel Mania thing together. And people are wondering like, are, are they still alive? Like, why haven't they texted us? Why haven't they even wished us Merry Christmas? It's almost 11 o'clock on Christmas day. And so it was just really funny. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all fine. I was just putting together a toy. Don't worry. It's all, all good. We're, we're good. But it was just really funny. You could see the text chain get go like from Merry Christmas to like, um, are you there? Are you going to, are you okay? Are you alive? This <laughs> is like, all right, we're fine. Yeah. I must say that my, I think my favorite stuff to put together is as, as much as is impatient is the Hot Wheels stuff. They, um, they are really like the instructions are really well laid out and make sense. And they've got this really cool thing where if you flip it over now, um, a couple of years ago, I never really, I don't know if I didn't notice it or if they just didn't have it, but they started lettering. So like on numbering the sequence of like how the track should go together. So like it'll go B1, B2, B3. So, ah, man, that makes it so much easier. That is nice. (laughs) And it's like, I'd probably the technology of molding and things like that put the, everything mm-hmm. goes together and stays together. So I know yeah. when I used to have Hot Wheels track, it used to have like those little tiny plastic spades that you had to push in and they you like they were snapped, they got disfigured, or they just weren't up to the challenge of a kid really excitedly pushing cars around at breakneck mm. speeds. But like 
these battery operated Hot Wheels sets. This one he's got now, it launches the cars around like that fast. I'm just thinking to myself, God, if we, like if we had stuff like that when I would no wonder my mum didn't like the battery operated stuff when I was a kid because if like a track decided to let go, you're flinging a die cast car across the living room at speed. <laughs> right. It's gonna kill somebody. <laughs> no, no, now you have a hole in the wall and you have to explain what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's totally so, true. But yeah. Uh, no, I enjoy. I like building. St- I I enjoy building stuff. Um, it's it's and it speaks to my how I am personally. I'm I like to read the instructions, follow it, build it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like why I'm in a job that I'm in of like engineering and mechanicals kind of background. But I I kind of want the kids to get into like the marble room thing. I think would have been good for my eight year old. She's into, like, she's getting into following the instructions and seeing how something progresses into being built and operational. Where, I, and that's, I'm still, yeah, Logan needs to grow up a little bit before he can do that. So, yeah. But I saw quite a few of those marble sets that are like all magnet based. So, like, they just mm-hmm. stick together with magnets. And I kind of suggested it to Lindsay that maybe it's stuff that we could, like, start getting him soon. And she kind of just laughed and said, no, because it'll just be destroyed. And, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i don't know this is probably the earliest i would have got it it's it, noah's six it said it was for eight plus and but noah he he handles this kind of stuff pretty well i'm good with building anything as long as one either one of two things the kids are into it or when it's built the kids play with it when i get frustrated is when the kids aren't into building it and then when i get done building it the kids are like i don't really care you know then i'm like just want to like break like I'm done <laughs> you were you were talking about the numbering situation noah once for his birthday got this dinosaur that um that was like the skeletal of a of like a like a t-rex or something like that and it had all the rib bones in it and when he got it it's like it was like a cardboard cutout that you just kind of kind of like a labo set that you just kind of put together you know i mean it wasn't a labo set but it had that kind of feel to it um and he thought he was being super helpful so i told him we would do it one of those things where i was like yeah but we'll do that let me just go and get a drink and and you know and i'll be right there and blah blah, blah. and I, I took longer than i probably should and by the time i get out he had taken it out popped out all of the ribs which on the board were numbered not on the actual ribs, but on the board that he popped them out of were numbered and popped them all out and like laid them in a pile. And I'm like, he's like, look what I did for you, dad. And I'm like, um, yeah, we're gonna, it's gonna take a lot longer than it did before, but yep, we're gonna get this done. I just wanted to like light it all on fire. <laughs> so it made me think when you said number, it made me think of that build when he did that. <laughs> Um, it's all good. I'm still here. It, it, it lights out, but uh, it's all good. I, there you go. I think I kicked okay. the cord. <laughs> you're, the, you're, the, you're, the, you're recorded, so please don't lose everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, so it was just the lights. Think, the electric's still on. Yeah, I kind of I pushed this out to this card, but nobody kind of got back to us. I think they were too busy smashing the balloon. <laughs> yeah, the festival DIY. So shooting balloons down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, as far as the village's bulletin board goes for this week, I don't think we need to go visit that um, as a section. 
So because the community will... lit it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, they they kind of it, we, we asked them to ask. Well, we, every week we always put out to you guys that we want to you know come at us with questions and things like that. It kind of helps us fill a bit of time in the podcast, but also because we like to answer the questions related to like either parenting, uh, Animal Crossing, or just anything really. If we yeah give us some interesting ones that we can actually research and an interesting topic but no but anyway yeah we like to ask you guys questions um so what i'm going to do is i will thank all the patreon members of the nintendo that's community for hanging out with us on discord to for giving this like the opportunity to answer the questions for you guys or even just like the comments that we can refer to when we're talking about animal crossing um if you're listening to this and you'd like to chat with us um, and obviously everybody else that we talked about in this episode um, over on Discord, uh, you can join in all the action for as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Nets. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, so, for sure. Do you want to move into the gaming topic? And well, just to- really quick to, to also mention, um, if any of you just want to uh, hit us up, if you if you want to be like Chad and join in, um and we are always happy to have a community member join our podcast and for an episode and chat with us about what we're doing and about what they're doing about animal crossing about being a dad being a parent whatever so feel free to to dm either me or sean and uh we'll set it up i mean we we love we love uh kind of getting to know you guys better so uh feel free to do that and and we're very flexible with times so um, I think for Michael, usually I record, we record this, it's like 5 a.m. for me, it's midnight for you. But for when Michael was on, we kind of shifted the schedule slightly. So, yep, yep. We're not, we're not fixed. So, yeah. Yep. Just if you're interested, let us know and we'll, we'll figure, we'll figure out a time and date to make it work. Yep. So, we'll do is we'll take a break because I need to grab some water and then we'll move on to the gaming topic. Gaming topic. I've got my water and we can start talking about the gaming topic for this episode, which uh, we mentioned earlier, that's Cyberpunk 2077, where we were going through the list of games that have been playing. Um, I thought because of the drama that's been revolving around this game and several issues that it's had, that it'd be probably a good place to chat as soon as I bought it, spent some money on it and can't play it. (laughs) Um, So my I'll first I'll give my views on the game because it is it is a good game. Um if you like Fallout, which I love, I love the Fallout franchise. Um if you like Grand Theft Auto, which I know we're a family friendly podcast, but obviously there's people out there that really enjoy playing Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Um what's the other one that I kinda linked it to? But uh, and yeah. Um Bioshock, a little bit of Bioshock, not with the hmm. plasmids and stuff like that, but um, with the sci-fi connection to it. If you like sure. those three games and you want to play something that kind of that all those rolled into one, this is a fantastic game for that. It's great from the moment that you like you start it up and you got to design your character, which there is a lot of 
variations for your character. A lot, I hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some more graphic than others. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. And I had a look at them. Oh, I went through, I, did, I went to design male and female. I wanted to have a look at like how, because I'd seen so much stuff online about it so far. I might as well see for myself what it was like. Oh, my <laughs> word, it's hilarious. It's so funny. You do have the option, by the way, to, to have underwear on and not have to worry about the graphic parts. So that's nice. You don't, have to, you don't have to. Um, so yeah, the character customization is brilliant. Um, the story behind cyberpunk. Um, I don't really know the full ins and outs of it yet because the game's been so difficult to play. Um, I've not got so far in the story, but basically you, you play somebody that was, for me anyway you can go down three different routes you can either be um like a wheelman who's all about driving and the cars and that side of life um somebody that lives on the outskirts of night city who like it's a bit mad maxi out there Mm -hmm. oh then you like you can play the corporate kind of person that's big in the middle of night city which is the main area for cyberpunk um and it's all about high rolling, high stakes kind of corporate gambling, and not like gambling is in casinos, but like stock gambling and dealing sure. like other businesses and stuff like that. So I I chose that route. Um, so you kind of like you get set up on on a bit of a on a bit of a deal to do with some valuable information. You get kind of set up and kicked out, and your guy then goes into being a. Your character goes into being a bit of a mercenary to try and just make money and bits and pieces like that. And you kind of pick up from, it's like a nice montage, which was really good. The video aspects of it, so like where the game's not actually playing, but you've got like watching a bit of a VT. Um, mm-hmm. The Xbox One S, which is what I've got, handles it really well. It looks good and you know it flows nice. It's not jittery. There's no like issues with it loading the videos it's the gameplay side of things where it's really struggling um but that said what i have played of it has been great the the way it controls the way um the firefights and stuff like that the, the, the stuff where it has been working has been fantastic and it will make a fantastic game once i've got a series x or something that can handle it so mm-hmm. Um, if I had really good internet, which is coming soon, 15th of January, I finally get fiber. Um, I've looked at trying to maybe get Google Stadia because I'll have a system, I'll have an internet provider that can handle it. But if you have something like that, I reckon it, it, it's fantastic. You don't have any hiccups with the game. That's great. Um, what I'm having issues with is I'll wait for it to load. Um, I've kind of you have to kind of stay still, wait for your environment to to load up around you and the graphics to come in properly, and then it's okay to play it. Um, I've done maybe two or three missions, and what's happened at the end of each of those missions is that obviously there's a level up system, so that all that all the pop ups for like you've gained this much XP and you've leveled up and you've unlocked this item, they all start rolling in at the same time as it's trying to load the environment at the same time as like your guy will have to make a phone call to speak to a contact about what's happened in what you've just done. And can I get the prologue for the next part of the mission? All that's happening at once. And my Xbox just goes, mm, no, and basically switches off. It just goes, nope, 
crashes the game. The Xbox hmm. needs to restart. So do you lose can't. that info? Do you lose all your progress? No. You can okay. load it in and wait. It goes through all that again, but because it's not trying to do everything all at once, it kind of works. Like the last time I played it, I went to go get in the like in my character's car at the same time as him <coughs> trying to make a phone call while the level XP or like the level up system went and it just crashed. And I sat there and I was like, that's really annoying. The, the mission I just did was really hard. Yeah. So I don't want to, I don't want to load it and have lost all that progress because I don't want to do that mission again. So I sat there and thought, is it worth the 20 minutes to wait for the game to load up to be told, like, it's not saved the progress and have to do it again and just be disheartened? So I've kind of left it. That's it. Hmm. So you have the step up one, right? You have, I mean, the Xbox One S is the step up one, right? Like, it's it's the the half step uh, of the last generation, right? Yeah, it kind of go, you get. You get Xbox One, Xbox One S, and then one Xbox One X. So I think the One S is the like the breaker into 4K, but not as powerful as the One X before. Okay. Then you move up to the Series X. The sure, Series sure. X. Um, so I thought it had handled it okay. I've been like I've seen reports that the PS4 Pro, which is on par with the One S, um, has handled this game quite well. And it has, and I thought, ah, fair enough. I'll, I'll chance it. I'll, you know, it's fifty pound. It's, sure. it's not breaking the bank, but obviously, yeah, it's fifty bucks. It's fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. It's money to weigh up these things. Um, so yeah, I've it's, it's sat there. It's it's on the desktop on the on the Xbox. Um, so I mean, the real issue for me with this whole thing is how. Like, okay, the game doesn't run on the last gen. Like, I don't understand why CD Projekt Red just didn't say, hey, guys, this game doesn't run on the last gen. Like, I mean, I get why they did it from a business standpoint. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of money to be made. Although, I don't know if that actually is going to work in their favor anymore because of all the the bad press and all of the, the ill will that they've got and the lawsuits and the fact that now Sony has basically just said, we'll refund you if you want it. I mean... But like, yeah, I just, I don't understand who in the boardroom thought, let's just pump this out and make some money and it'll all work out well. Like, like I don't, and then to go, to be so sneaky as to be like, hey, here's your review copy and to only hand out PC review copies the entire time. Like, like that's the, that's the whole problem. I don't care that the game doesn't run in last gen. I mean, it's a bummer. It should, I think, run in last gen, but so they got to the, they got to the finish line and they're like, oh crap, it doesn't run on a PS4 or it doesn't run well on the, maybe it runs well on the PS4 Pro. I don't know. But like, just be honest, like it would have been, it would, they would have, they would have had a backlash, but it would not have been, it would not have been that bad. It would not have been near what it is right now for sure. I just don't understand it. I mean, it's still. IGN released a bit of a article and I don't know if I didn't read it all, but I think it kind of outlined that basically the developers kind of <clears throat> focused more on the next gen than 
the previous generation. Sure. Yeah. And that's fine. So like, uh, you know, in, I don't know, September, August, whenever it was come out and say, Oh, Hey guys, you know, this game that we said would be for the PS4 and then we've delayed a million times. It's not going to be for the PS4 or the Xbox. It just doesn't run. And you know what would have happened? The gamers would have been pissed. And yes, that would have been an issue. But you know what? That would have been a lot better than them just being like, let's coyly release this to everybody, this broken game. And then they can, you know, suffer through it until we get lawsuits and they just start offering utter refunds because they realize how bad it is. I just don't get it. Or even done some extensive testing. So don't focus on the high-end stuff. Let's like, okay, it runs on that absolutely fantastic, right? Okay, if we're going to release this game on consoles, let's go back, run it on these consoles. Does it work? Yes or no. If it doesn't work, right, okay, we need to like strip it back a bit. How can we strip it back without damaging the aspect of the game? That's how do we do that? Because companies must have to do that now like Bethesda must have to have stripped Doom and Doom Eternal back enough so that the Switch can handle it without it being a massive issue. Otherwise, they wouldn't have released it because that's what a, a good develop- gaming development company does. Yeah, and they have they have experience with this. I don't know who I don't know if they did it or if they they farmed it out to another company who who does ports. But I mean, CD Projekt Red did, did this with Witcher Three. I mean, Witcher yeah. 3 obviously got rolled back in in a lot of ways to work on the Switch. So it's not like they don't have experience in rolling in rolling stuff back or, you know, doing whatever they need to do to make it work unless it's just not feasibly possible. I don't I don't know. But however it is, all I know is is being upfront. You have stuff like Nintendo and I, this isn't this isn't apples to apples so I'll be the first to admit that but you have stuff like Nintendo and not that Nintendo hasn't done their share of sneaky stuff so I mean they're, they're not a perfect I'm not trying to say <laughs> that but like you you can look at Metroid 4 and see Nintendo just basically coming out and saying listen this game isn't ready we're going to start back from the beginning uh we'll let you know don't expect to hear from us in a while for a while basically and, and just being upfront about that kind of stuff and not that they're always upfront. I just want to make sure you understand. That. I understand that Nintendo isn't always upfront about stuff like that, but they just, they had so much goodwill from Witcher three that they just like threw in a dumpster and set on fire with this game. It's just, it's just sad almost to be honest. Yeah. Like, and it's, and it's opened up so many doors as well because <clears throat> there's now, Gaming companies are now going to be really worried. Developers are going to be really worried. And it's now going to make games either longer, take longer to come out, or they're not going to be to the potential that they could be because basically they they want to capitalize it. They they know not everybody can afford a PS5 or an Xbox Series S or X. So they're going to play the games on the generation of console that they've got. So they're not going to... people that have bought next gen and the high end stuff, high end PCs are probably going to end up being out of luck because developers aren't going to want to put as much effort into making it as great for them as it could be because they don't want to leave everybody else behind. So it's just going to, I think this is an industry breaker in terms of it's going to slow things down. 
and yeah. the game industry this year has made more money than the music and movie industry did last year. So I would be. Go ahead. Sorry. It's it's a the gaming industry is a fantastic gaming in like, a fantastic industry to be in for companies, which is like why you've got things like and I think I did, I took it as a joke, but KFC uh, apparently making a console. I know, right? Yeah, I remember hearing about it. that. Is completely. Uh, I, I thought it was a joke until, like, we were talking. Me and Lindsay were talking about it in the car, and she's like, "Oh no, they they they're serious. They've got like they've patterned up with Intel and other people." And I was like, "Nah, it's not going to work." But apparently, it is a real thing. It's just um, crazy. So, that's, that must be just how much of a decent industry the gaming industry needs to be in. So, you don't want to get it wrong which is what's happened here massively. They have got it. Well, hopefully so, so they've right. kind of learned their lesson from, I think this is, I, I think it, I, I kind of feel bad for them because I know they did try to probably, you know, do the best job they can, but y'all were about these situations, especially with like EA games uh, where it just gets rushed the door and the poor team that was developing this, it, I'm sure you guys saw it. it literally became a joke the last two years of cyberpunk doesn't actually exist. It just yeah. have some art, some people talking about it is never going to mount. Um, I think it would have probably done them a little bit better if they would have done what uh, Square Enix did with like the last Dragon Quest that came out. Just be upfront, you know, okay, look, we designed it for this, for these more high end consoles switch you'll get it later it's going to be later we're sorry but we want to make sure when it comes out it's right and yeah that would have been per- that would have been perfect yeah they would probably uh, i'm sure there would have been a lot more people that have been okay with it because it's you know let's be honest though every time there's a generation turnover uh where a new system comes out the old system is still around for another year or two you, you're still people who they're not going to shell out $500 for a new PS5 or Xbox X, but you know they'll certainly shell out $300 for the older model. So it's it's not like the market wasn't there. So it's probably just being rushed in general is what caused all this. Oh yeah, I think that's totally. I like in my head, I have the scene of like the the creators coming to the boardroom and saying, yeah, we can't release this on the PS4 and the Xbox. It's just not ready yet. And like, you've just basically taken your market share and cut it to like, what, maybe 20% at the, well, I mean, you still yeah. got PC, but like how many millions of, of consoles have you just taken out of your, your possibility to sell to? And the boardroom was like, no, oh, we, yeah. we will release it's, this. It's a crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah. So there was no way they were, they were going to be like, no, we're going to release this on all because we want the money. And I bet that was the biggest mistake that they could have made. I mean, yeah, I I would love to see how it ends up for them uh, on like a, on like a budget sheet on, on what they end up actually making after refunds and lawsuits and blah, 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 all that stuff that they're going to be pay out. I think the last time I read it, they were like, 10 plus million in profit from this even game with, even with refunds yeah even with refunds and all that stuff well you know so maybe it was the right move i don't you know yeah i mean the, the one thing i do want to do is rockstar as a developer did the right did there they had they, they had this issue with Grand Theft, the last grand theft auto that they released it on the xbox 360 
before the Xbox One. And then it it worked on there and it was good on there. It ran fine. It was good. It was a bit like latent in graphics and stuff like that. But then the Xbox One came out and they just changed the disc, basically. <laughs> Turned it into a Blu-ray rather than just a normal disc. Mm. And we're like, this is exactly the same game, but look how well it runs because you're on a next-gen console. And they kind of like, they did it the right way around. Where I think Cyber, like City Red have kind of got it the wrong way around. They've, they've looked at making it the best as it can and forgot about previous ones. But, yeah, yeah it's, it gets a little bit harder to scale back. I, I just did this for fun because you were talking about how much it made. Uh, I just looked up what the estimated budget was, and it's made it cost $317 million to make it. So they have ways to go. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, and that's the problem, right? I mean, we've seen this with a with a with a lot of games that have come out that when when there is an issue like this in the beginning, it affects the tail of the game. It affects the the ability for people to want to to jump in at a later date, even when it might be a great game. Like even when the issues, I mean, it, it is a great game now, especially if you're playing on PC or X, Xbox X or PS5, all that jazz. Um, but even when the kinks have been worked out for the PS4 and the, the last-gen consoles, let me just say that, even when the kinks have been worked out in the last-gen consoles, people are less likely to jump in when you've had this. I mean, No Man's Sky, right? I mean, that's kind of like the quintessential game that people look at of, as being a game that now people usually regard as being a decent game, but it came out as a mess, and it never really recovered from it being a mess. Yeah, yeah, and, and the same thing kind of happened with the last um, Star Wars Battlefront, where EA kind of notoriously yeah. put all their um, the treasure chest, the, the boxes in there, the loot boxes, and it was such a riot that there were tons of people like, "Well, I'll just forget it. I'll never play. I'll never buy. I'll play the last game that came out. We'll skip this one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at the same time, as well, the because it's been such a big thing in the news for gamers and stuff like that for so long, Cyberpunk 2077's come in, it's like this, it's like this. And then it's come and it's been a dumpster fire for the last gen. If they release a patch, I think it, it, it makes it run, it'll go absolutely nuts because of the hype that it's already had, the press that it's currently got. And then if any amount of good news they'll just make loads more money again because bad press is still press. People are out there. They're still talking about this game. They're talking about like, we're doing it now, how great this game could be if, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's just, it's only going to make people want it. I will say this for a game that is as hyped as this was, as being so great, even IGN's PC, I believe, I believe the PC review got a, a straight up nine, a straight nine. Which isn't bad. I mean, that's a great game. I, I, I think it might even be considered an amazing game on their scale. Um, but I mean, it's still not what you would you you would be think you'd be looking at a ten for a game that is as hyped as Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is. And I'm looking up yeah. to make sure I'm right about that review score right now. I think it, I think if there'd been a previous version of the game so not like sort of cyberpunk i don't know you can like 
Zelda Breath of the Wild got like a tip because the previous Zelda games have been so amazing that this just lived up to everything that is the Zelda game and then was so much more and so amazing and it, it launched on a new console that Nintendo had worked on to make this game even better. If they'd have had something like that, I think an IGN take that kind of information and previous like previous experience with a game or a developer to to kind of go that way. So I think that might be why it didn't quite get the ten out of ten or the nine point five out of ten. But a nine out of ten with IGN is pretty good to get. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying... Yeah, I do, I understand that. I'm not saying that it's... Yeah, no, and I was right. So it's a 9 out of 10, and that is considered an amazing game. So let's not not take away from it. I'm not trying to take away from it what it it deserves. I just was a little, like, 9 out of 10. I was a little shocked. I was like... And I don't think they do points anymore either, by the way. I I don't think they do, like, 9.5s and stuff like that like they used to. I think it's a straight-up scale now. Um... So I was a little like, oh wow, it didn't get ten. I was expecting it. Uh, I was expecting it to do a little bit better than that, um, which I think ten they consider a masterpiece. So so no, and you're right, nine is amazing. Um, I will certainly play this game on my S if uh, when the p- price drops, which I imagine it probably will, uh, <laughs> given its current state of affairs, um, or it comes to Game Pass, one of the two. Maybe Microsoft can can. Uh, can get uh, can get CD Projekt Red Microsoft, to put it on Game Pass, given its current yeah. media. Microsoft never pulled it from the star. I certainly pulled it from the star and just gave everybody a refund. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you weren't then allowed to play the game as a digital download or if it got removed from your catalog. I don't know. Yeah. Xbox have exclusively said, yes, you can apply for a refund. Yes, we are given a refund on this item, but we will then remove it from your catalog and it's not playable. Sure. So I don't know if so many have done the same, but they didn't pull it from the start. Yeah, and that's only fair. I mean, I don't have a problem with with that. Um, but so you are you are not asking for a refund, is that right? No, um, only because I'm eagerly awaiting the news of Xbox Series X is coming in. So I got gotcha. I got in I got enough money that if I can put money towards the console as well as do the um, all access, I'm gonna do mm-hmm. that. So if not, I can job security has changed to me, so I am now going to be in the same job as I was past mm-hmm. April this year next year. So um, I'm quite happy to spend the extra 16 that sounds quite tight but spend the extra like 16 to 18 pound a month to get the next console so i'll sure. probably no, hold on to the cash that i've got do it the all access um sell my mm-hmm. xbox one s um probably make a hundred pound on that 150 and then um i don't know i might end up with around a 300 pound mark i might go down the the world the realms of getting the oculus quest so go oh, back sure. to vr a little bit so yeah 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 ever since our vr conversation this is totally a tangent ever since our vr conversation i i have been i've have been eyeing the oculus and uh but i don't i don't have any time to play the s quite frankly i barely get to play my xbox so that that always makes me stop and say you do not need this go away so 
But yeah, I think, I think I've hit that enough. And I think you guys are starting to look weary <laughs> as it's quite late for you. So <laughs> it's true. We're going at two thirty over here in the Eastern. I'll, I'll roll. I'll roll us out. And uh, but yeah. So thanks very much for Chad to join us. It's it's been good to have you on. It's, uh, you are. I appreciate quite, you having me. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun. Very very valued member of uh, the for sure. Animal Crossing Discord community. Well, the Nintendo does community in a general, but you do quite a lot for us uh, with Dad Crossing and the Animal Crossing game. So it's nice to have well, you. I on. definitely appreciate it. And shameless plug for the Nintendo dads and, and Dad Crossing. If you guys, uh, if you're listening to, and girls, if, if you're listening to this podcast or any of the other ones, if you haven't done it, I know Sean will probably say it in a second, but do do the $1 Patreon thing at least because there's so many great people in this community uh, so many people I've made friends with that I probably wouldn't have us. Um, it, it, it's well worth the dollar. It, you, you get to meet so many nice people and you get to find out so many other things. Um, and, and plus, you know, Justin and everyone else uh, that, that does any of the podcast, they're great at what they do. So uh, I'll just plug that out there. And I, I really appreciate both of you guys, especially everything you do and um, doing the Dad Crossing podcast. So thank you. So, uh, as always, Dad Crossing is part of the Nintendo, Nintendo Dad's family of podcasts. You can find new Nintendo Dad's content wherever podcasts are found. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Everything is at Crossing. We want to give the Nintendo Dad's a big shout out, as always, for uh, allowing this craziness to happen. Um, so, from Nick, our dude Chad, and myself, Sean, we hope your village is snowy and your villagers are happy. Stay safe. See you later, guys. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Now we'll go back.